<laughs> it's happening. Yay! I just put my hands above my head as if people could see me. It's hey. been a week, man. It's been a week. Hello, bloody babbler. Babylonians. I love that so much. Yes. It's my favorite thing. about the glitchy glitch with our bonus episode this past Friday. If you listen on Spotify, um, I don't know what happened. I ended up resubmitting it and then it's like, it was posted yesterday, but it didn't show up. And I actually had my wonderful friend, Lauren. She's like, it didn't show up. Is it on there? And I'm like, yeah. And I ended up sending her the link. So, hey girl. Hey girl. Hey. She is, we met through um, another podcast that we listened to, which is the Serial Tillers. Cause I've, you've heard me reference them every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Since we're 17 deep. Hey And guess what? Our episode next week. Ellie is coming back. It's crazy up in this bitch. Yeah, yeah. So um I forgot something to forget. She forget. So in case you were wondering, it's Shauna and Nicole again. Always. <laughs> but yes, Kelly is, I talked to her and I'm like, she's like, I miss recording with you guys. But I found this sound machine and it was at work and we don't use it. It's literally just been chilling in my desk in the year and a half that I've been there. So there's different, like, there's different sounds, but there's no crickets. So if anything, we'll have to get that off of um, off <laughs> YouTube again. But there's like, <laughs> and, um, I love it. There's a clapping one, but it lasts forever. Oh, there's a fart one. <laughs> I feel like some of these people we talk about are giant farts, like the the, the case we're going to discuss today. Oh, yeah. Or um, there's money. Okay. Oh, guys, guys, I just had a good idea. I love it. <laughs> I stole it. Yes. I'm like, we need it. Heck um, yeah. So, so we've got just some fun things fun. for you. Um, so I was telling Shauna right before we started recording, um, I reached out to the guys. Well, actually, I've been networking with so many podcasters. So many. They're all fantastic. If you have time, go on our Twitter. Go find the people I follow. There's so many. I follow a lot of people, like over a 1,000. And we hit over 500 followers on Twitter. Hey! Yeah. So we have, but yeah, so make sure everybody just listen and tell us all the things you like about us. And if you don't like us, lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, we, we've been um, at advertising, I don't know if that's the right word, um, requesting people to let us know, since we're looking into merchandising, yeah. what kind of merchandise would you be into, whether it be apparel, well, that would basically be the only thing, right? Yeah, like apparel, okay. and like, we've got the bracelets that I put on um, Instagram, and Facebook, and everywhere, um, and shout out to Carmen, um, she's actually a local gal that um, I posted online asking about, uh, uh, oh gosh, excuse me, I had to burp. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me but I love that there's a button for that um, but no uh, shout out to Carmen she actually designed our 
uh, Bloody Babble's logo for us. We're gonna, and, and we're going to use, and I'm going to use her again because we've got more ideas for more thingy things. And um, like I've been looking in, I really want a bumper sticker real, real bad because I like putting things on my car. Yes. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Carmen. Um, the design was fantastic and we'll be like looking into, you know, t-shirts and lanyards was a big one. I'm yeah. kind of, I found one online and I'm like, I just, I need it. So let us know, because, yeah, we're thinking yeah. lanyards, obviously bumper stickers, t-shirts, t-shirts, t-shirts yeah. hoodies. hoodies. Um, that's what we have girls on our, uh, on our Spooky season is among said. us, and so is fall. Yeah. Cold. And then, you know what? You guys want some Bloody Babble shoelaces? Tell us. Let us yeah. know. Like, it's for real. Like, you yes. know, we've got, like, so we can, we could uh, look into our uh, repertoire yes. and um, figure out what we can and, and, and should and will be doing. And, yes. and again, to help us to be able to make this happen impossible be be part of the patreon donate yes because so then you'll get those goodies from us patreon.com slash bloody babbles podcast do it or if you want to donate through anchor there's two different options like some anchors 99 cents up to 9.99 and then patreon's three dollars up to 20 whatever you're, you're feeling so inclined we it's just uh, supporting us and giving you things because i like giving things to people yes and who doesn't like receiving mail? Yeah. Because that's like bees. Especially when it's not uh, bills. bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as, oh, I don't know what I just did. Uh-uh. We still no, we're still recording. Yeah. I just, I think, oh, okay. So it showed me like all the little bars cause, where you can see our voice. And I just scanned all the way over. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Zoe, we're at my house again. Uh, no little human will be here. So that's cool. And my dog is outside, and she's very loud and obnoxious. So if you hear barking, it's not the sound machine. It's a real animal. Yeah. I don't think there's a bark on here. Okay. There's not. Okay. There's a lot of fun things. Oh, my ear just started ringing. That's unsettling. But, okay, now we're here to talk about sad, disgusting things. Yay, let's get it I'm on. So pumped. I have, like, this whole court document about this. I'm not going to go through probably most of it. But there's some things I want to reference in it. I actually printed off notes and highlighted things, and I'm actually a little bit more prepared. And I watched a few YouTube videos about this little fucktard that we're going to talk about. (laughs) So, there wasn't a whole lot about, like, childhood for this person. But we're just going to travel back in time. Is there a sound that I can use? That That sounds like it's going back in time. (laughs) So, okay. So, we're going back to January 19th. 2013 and this is the case um uh i know how to say his name nehemiah griego okay yes he is the evil person in this whole story so on the night of january 19 2013 five people were found dead inside a house by police in south valley new mexico a 22 caliber rifle was used to shoot a woman and three children, and an AR-15 style rifle was believed to be the weapon used to shoot an adult male when he came home later. A 15-year-old male was arrested in connection with shooting. So, we're going to lead into this shooting, and it's obviously it involves children and the murder of two adults. According to the police, Nehemiah Griego first killed his mother with a 22 rifle at around midnight. They said he got upset with her, but they didn't know why he was mad. But he just went and... killed. was he? Is he? Is 15. He, he was 15 when this happened. His brother, Zephaniah... Ooh. Is how I'm going to... 
guess to say that. Um, he woke up and Nehemiah told him, yeah, Zephaniah, Nehemiah. I'm like, oh, okay. Told him that he had shot their mother, but his brother initially did not believe him until Nehemiah showed him her bloodstained face. Ooh. Literally in the like the next bedroom over, I believe. Zephaniah or whatever his name is. Zephaniah is the brother. Is he younger or older? Is the same. Um, he's the youngest. They're all younger siblings. Then. Okay, so Nehemiah mm-hmm. is the oldest. Okay. The in this, there's an older sister too. Okay. But okay. she doesn't live in the house. Okay. Um, but he stated to police that, that his brother became upset, and trigger warning, Nehemiah proceeded to shoot him with the same rifle. Ooh. Yes. And, um, I, did I just say how old he was? No. No, I didn't. He's nine. Oh. His brother's nine, nine nine-year-old, 15-year-old brother shot his mom and then ends up shooting his nine-year-old brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then he, oh wait, no, I already said that part. He then went into the bedroom of his two younger sisters, aged five and two. No. And found them crying. And um, in a couple different sources, it said one was awake and one was asleep. But the one that was awake was crying. And then this says that they were both crying. So I don't, so it's just a few different things. But regardless, another trigger warning, he goes and he shoots them both in the head. Wow. So he's proceeded to kill his 40-year-old mother, Sarah, 9-year-old brother, Zephaniah, 5-year-old, J.L., and two-year-old Angelina, who were all his younger siblings. He then proceeded to go downstairs and waited for his father to return home, which he did around 5 a.m., which uh, he hid in the bathroom is what I read in one thing, and he ended up shooting him multiple times with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle with a scope, which I think he shot him multiple times, but eventually he shot him in the head. Oh, my goodness. Ended his father's life. All because there's there's literally, and he wouldn't talk about it. Like, he wouldn't say what caused him. Like, they said he had been upset with his mom, but he never stated what he, but I'm like, I don't care how mad you get at your mom. You don't just shoot her. Well, that and if you're mad at your mom, why are you shooting everybody else? Everybody else. Like, but okay, I didn't, I started to say this in the beginning, talking about, I reached out to the guys on um, the Midwest meltdown and they they have a podcast where they go talk about like different video games, like their favorite video games, like play different games and like kind of review them and talk about them. Mm-hmm. So go check out their podcast. Yes. Go listen, go do it after you're done listening to this. Okay. Thanks. Um, but we, they were like, well, maybe you could find, you know, like cases that are related to video games. Cause you know, there's that age old, age old thing where they're like, Oh, this kid was so troubled. I'm sure he was playing violent video games. Oh, yeah. and that's mur- the reason mur- behind mur- this. So that's what, that's how I ended up coming to look at this case. I ended up finding like 10 to 15 different cases that they say they try to blame video games on these people causing these crazy murders, which I, I don't feel there was something that was in his head. Right. Mentally, something is not in, normal. Okay. So in this next part, it says, um, in the f- statement he gave to the police, Nehemiah had said that he had been having suicidal and homicidal thoughts and he had obtained the guns from his parents' closet because they were taught, like, if someone enters the house, they want you to know to be able to protect the house. Well, little did you know that you needed to protect yourself from who was in the house with right. you. Um, he then, yeah, obtained the guns from his parents' closet 
And then it was said that he mailed a photo of his dead girl, dead mom to his girlfriend. Oh my gosh. Which, okay, they say mailed here in another source I read that he sent her like a picture, like texted it to her. Like, oh, oh here's my dead mom. Oh my gosh. But then there was, oh, let's see here. It was said that he was going to try and like, he, he had planned to go. So this all happened at night. Or, and then the next early morning, morning yeah, early yeah. morning, and he was going to go to a Walmart and then shoot up Walmart and just keep killing people just to keep going and see how far he'd get. And then he wanted to end up by, uh, like, suicide by police, like, oh, end up in a shootout with the police officers. But instead of doing that, he just killed his family and he went to church. Take me to church. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He oh goes my- to he goes to church instead, where his father was a former pastor. It was the Calvary Church in, in New Mexico. And his bloody clothes? Or? No, he changed. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. it was, like, after, you know, he was all done with people. And, you know, yeah. Parted his hair. Intended to drive off and use the guns to kill more individuals. And ideally die in a gun battle with police. Um, yep, yep, yep. And then they, when they were questioning him, like, they gave him his Miranda rights. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know you can hear Zoe in the background, because I, I listened back. Zoe! Shush! I may have to go bring her in the house. She may be ready to come inside. But anyways, you think? I'm gonna go. <laughs> so, um, uh, here's a part noise. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's weird though. Like, I, I, there's so many um serial type killers that I have heard that they, they too are either part of the church or avid church goers. I mean, yeah. this guy, he's a kiddo, and but just interesting that these people have to put on, well, I don't know. I was going to say have to put on this facade. Right. But I, uh, wow, wow, wow. Yep. It, yeah, so and, 15 years old. Um, Where does it maybe say? Maybe it's not on that one. But yeah. Um, Under the laws of New Mexico, those of his age charged with first-degree murder are tried as adults. Though minors can no longer be given the death penalty or an automatic life without parole sentence. He originally lied to his girlfriend and church officials that his parents were killed in a car accident and later said that he discovered their bodies and drove off. So he goes to, instead of going and shooting up a Walmart, which I mean, thank God he didn't. Like, yeah. it's awful. His whole family. Or the people in the church. Could you imagine that? Yeah. I There was speculation that he said he could that there was another source, like, that said that maybe he, he just wanted to go to a place and that was on his radar. Like, oh, maybe I could just go shoot the church up. Mm. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's just awful. Chibis. Yeah. Um, then it goes to say that it was, his father was 50. One-year-old Greg Griego, former pastor of the church, who was also a chaplain to the Albuquerque Fire Department, and then 40-year-old Sarah, and then his siblings. So Nine. how did he get caught? Does it say? Sorry, am I jumping? Am I jumping um, ahead? No. <laughs> uh, well, no, because he goes to church and tells everybody, oh, my family was killed in a oh. car wreck. Okay. And then okay. they end up, then he ends up, like, saying, no, they're at home and they've been shot dead. And I'm like, the girlfriend didn't end up getting charged because she was sent the photo, you know, of his dead mom, right, but right, right. charges weren't brought to her because I don't, uh, they didn't really specify on that. Um, but yeah, the suspect was Nehemiah. He was booked into Bernalillo, Bernalillo County Juvenile Detention Center and was charged with two counts of murder and then three counts of child abuse was resulting in death. Um, I mean, it should have been three. 
Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so on this one, it said, yeah, he went to wait. Oh, okay, so his dad was returning from a shift at a homeless shelter. He'd been doing an overnight at a homeless shelter. And then wow. he got home, yeah. And then his he was shot and killed by his son. He, and they had told the girlfriend that his family was killed in an accident. And then a, a person at the church, a parishioner, oh gosh, Shiva, go do that somewhere else, heard the story, alerted the police who went to the house and then found the bodies. So that's how he was caught. They're like, um... Shiva, oh you're not going to be able to do that during this podcast. No, you are not, man. Give me your two I know! She's like, I love it! <laughs> I just want to chew my chew toy. <laughs> Give me my squeaker. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, baby girl. So, yeah. Oh my God, that's the cutest little duck bill platypus. She's not too old. I'm just got an orange one around here You somewhere. have one that doesn't squeak? Nope. What about gravy? Well, there's, she has a toy that was a chew toy that shouldn't have been a chew toy. Don't you <laughs> She's like, I want it. No, it's a squeaky and we're recording. I'm sorry, I love you. Go take it over there and chew it. Yeah, that's not always gonna eat your whole face. Okay, now that we've deterred away a little bit. Sorry, Babylon. But Babylonians. Yes. Babylonical. Babylon. (laughs) Afterward, Diego changed his account and made a statement to police saying that he had been having suicidal and homicidal thoughts. Oh, he emailed. See, on this one it says he emailed. So maybe maybe it was just a typo. There was quite a few in that article that I used. It was murderpedia.org. Yeah, emailed the photo to his dead of his dead mother. No more people. Blah blah blah. Already said that. It's terrible. Um. Okay. So yeah. So like, what? So, time out, real quick. I apologize. Oh. But like, I, I want to know how the conversation because obviously the police had to question the girlfriend. Yeah. Right. I would assume so. Because I don't know. I would. I okay. I shouldn't say I don't know, but I'm trying to think if I'm like 15. And I, I'm guessing she's his age, too. Probably, right? yeah. And I get this crazy email or text or whatever. Like, would you not know if it's a joke or not? Like, would I think to go to the police immediately? I, I want you to say yes, that would be, but I don't know if 15-year-old me would have thought yeah. I need to go to the... I think I, w- I would definitely be like... Hello. Parent. This... I just got this from boyfriend yeah but he wasn't supposed to have this girlfriend like she was a secret so that was um something that one of these other so then maybe i'd say i got this from so-and-so and and i wouldn't say boyfriend (laughs) i'd be like this is one of the kids i go to school with and he just sent me this picture and i don't know if it's real yeah i don't know what to do yeah i would like i wouldn't have just been like all right i'll see you at church cool picture Thumbs up. Retweet. Cool facts, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, your mom looks. Is she okay? Like, oh, she she. Not trying she to. Can you go shoot it elsewhere? Yeah, I know she's a lot. So, well, and it was said that in his um, because he he agreed to speak to the police without an adult or lawyer present, and his aunt, who ended up becoming his legal guardian, um, she she was very upset. She's like, obviously, he was not mentally in the right headspace Yes, that he should not have been questioned without someone present. Uh-huh. Like they, and they don't know what he said, but I mean, he's a minor. He's 15. Yeah. Like, but, but I mean, if he's like, obviously he's of sound mind. He's like, yeah, I'll talk to you. I don't need someone here. 
Right. But you don't need I to... feel like that's more of a thing that, like, his attorney eventually would be like, well, you guys shouldn't have because it's a minor. Like, I... Right. I, yes, I understand legally the law states you're an adult at 18 or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like... Yep. The law also states don't fucking murder people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, his aunt, her name is Regina. So it's her, it was her brother that was murdered. Um, she's like, clearly there was some sort of, this was six months later after the shootings. She's like, clearly there was some sort of break or psychotic break that happened that night. Um, she's still grieving the, yeah, the death of her brother. And she, um, visited Nehemiah like every week while he was in the juvenile detention center. Mm-hmm. And man, um, his poor sister, like, cause she's the older one that she's wasn't older. There, that, okay. that wasn't there. I think she's the only sibling because otherwise it was That's just the other like four. Him. Right. And she's like, it's a cycle every week for me to be reminded of the tragedy and the sadness of everything because I miss my brother a lot, but I have such compassion for Nehemiah. And she's like, it is a compassion that is driving her to fight for better mental health treatment for him. Um, she said, right. Um, this is again six months after he was charged with the two counts of murder and then three counts of child abuse resulting in death um she said that he gets one hour of counseling a week and 15 minutes with a psychiatrist and she was yeah that's what he was receiving while he was in juvenile detention and she couldn't see his medical records unless he signed them over so that's apparently a choice he didn't he made for her not to see it, which I think is kind of crazy. Um, and then they said that he did have a, um, a working diagnosis of psychosis and disassociative disorders and had started medic medication. And this was July 24th, 2013. So, and it happened, uh, July or January 19th. God, medication is it state or obviously not. You would have said it if it stated exactly for what, like schizophrenia. Like it's, I, don't, I don't just a dis, disassociative disorder and psychosis. Hmm. And she's like, now he has a full range of emotion is what his aunt said. He said he's missing his family. He obviously cries a lot about what happened. Okay. What, what drives me nuts? Cause I watched, you can go on YouTube and I'll, of course, and I'll include those clips in the show um, description, but there's a there's one point where she you're so weird. She's like rubbing her butt underneath my leg. She is. I didn't know. She's like shimming your little butt. You're a weirdo. You're oh my goodness. This boxer. Beauty. She's so cute. But um anyways, sidetrack. But no, in one of the videos that I watched, he like apologizes to his family. He's like I'm so sorry I took our family away from you. And then he's then in another cuz there were only like 2 minute clips. Like there was mm-hmm. just minor court proceedings that are on YouTube, but he goes and looks at his aunt and he's like, thank you for never giving up on me. Thank you for always loving me. And, um, uncle, I don't know the uncle's name. I don't know if it's on here, but he's like, thank you for, he's like, I, he's your, he tells him you're the dad that I've always wanted. And I'm like, and then you can hear his sister just start sobbing. And then you can hear her leave the courtroom after he says that. And I'm like, Okay, so in this thing, it says he's missing his family. No, you wouldn't say something like that. Right. That, oh, you miss your family, but I wish you, you're the dad I wish that I had. Right. Like, clearly, and I could not for the life of me find, and I don't know if anything's ever been said. I don't know Mm -hmm. if anyone's came forward and been like, oh, no, this is what home life was like for them. But something switched off in his head that night. And just, he. I mean, it may not have only been that night. Yeah. 
it, it something that was switched off or never turned on in the first place. And yeah, at first, or I think he may have pled not guilty by um, by reason of insanity. Um, he was homeschooled, so that was um, that that was a reason he could have been mad at his mom. But no one knows the real reason for him killing, except for him, of course. Right. But he's never talked about it. And then his aunt believes he had undetected mental health issues and just snapped. She said maybe they were brought on by violent video games and easy access to his father's guns. How bad that is. Yeah. Because video games make you like, oh, okay, I'm going to just go and, you know, kill my whole family because they did it on this video game. I was heavily into bubble bop when I was younger. And God, did I want to swallow some Dawn soap and just open my mouth and bubble everything (laughs) in sight. Come the fuck on. Jesus Christ. I played Mario Party. I wanted to go eat some mushrooms. <laughs> oh, and then eat never. a flower and hope to breathe fireballs. Come yeah. The and then no. jump in the sky and grab a star and right? win. No. Uh. I've, I, I watched like several video, video games will never, can never be a cause of why someone is the way they are. Yeah. You can't, you know, you, you just can't blame it on There's, that. It's a called choice. And yeah. you decide to do this or not do this. And mm-hmm. well, except when, well, with psychopaths, there's, 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 whoa. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's my country song for you. There's my banjo. There's something like we were saying earlier, the light's not on or not. There's some wires that aren't. Yes. That aren't wired together properly. And I will never. I mean, I'm not going to disregard that. He probably does need some serious mental health um, check. And they obviously started medicating him. But um, then his aunt went on to say, she's like, this could happen to you. I would advise parents to get smart on mental health. We're doing it now after the cri- after the crisis. Do it before the crisis. Okay. Sorry, didn't you? No, go ahead. Yes, mental health is extremely important. But it's not, you can't base his actions and what he continued to do. On a video game. No. You can't. And you can't just say... He obviously, yes, needs that mental help. There, There are some yep. things. And whether it could have been, quote unquote, fixed or not, we will never know. Right. But you can't say GTA yeah. was the full reason right. and, and whatever for yeah. this, this, this killing. Because I feel if you truly had some... Um, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but like, uh, sorry, lack of a better way of stating it, normalty. Yeah, right. <laughs> that first kill, mm-hmm. that would have been like, oh, fuck, and you drop the gun and you cry and you scream and I can't fucking believe I just did this. Oh, my God, blah, 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 or right. whatever. No. You know, hey, that was good. Hey, little brother. Oh, you don't like the fact that I killed mom? Well, bam, do you too? And then boom, boom, boom to my sisters. And hey, I'm waiting for dad. Fuck it up. Uh-uh. No. Egg. Exactly. That's not, that's not, that's not because of the game. That's because of something going on in his brain. So yes, with the mental health, but no, with this is the fault of a game. Yep. So it was the next, okay, so he did that, you know, the 19th, and so he was taken in on the 20th, like literally the next day. Okay. And um, he gave a super detailed confession um, to whoever um, interviewed him. Did it say whether he kind of got excited about it? Like when you hear about serial killers talking about their kids right. or whatever, like how they kind of relive it and then 
you see this kind of excitement and hear this excitement in their tone and like the, the reliving moment of like the bliss, if you will, which is sick and crazy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mention that. Um, his sister was right outside the room. Um, she was 21 year old Vanessa Lightborn. She, um, so he's 15. So they're six years apart. So yeah, she's yeah. the oldest. And then now her whole family just gone like yes. that. Um, yeah, that was the next day. So we're going to try and jump to. So he had, they, you know, end up sentencing him to be in, uh, what is it? Juvenile detention until he turns 21. And then in the, the YouTube things that I watched, YouTube things, YouTube things, YouTube videos that I watched, they were trying to petition to Shiva. What are you doing? You're so much. She wants to nibble on my elbow. She's <laughs> freaking weird. Special, special puppy. But, um, that, yeah, they wanted him to stay in until he was 21. And then the videos I saw that he <laughs> all of a sudden just looked down to read my nose. And then all of a sudden I see, look, there's Shiva jumping on Sean again. Um, yeah, 21. They were petitioning to, his aunt was petitioning to try to get him out to be removed um, from the juvenile detention center, but it ends up being revoked. Mm. And that um, district attorney, Carrie Radenberg said Tuesday that the case should be presented to a grand jury within 10 days. He was tried as an adult under the state's serious youthful offender act, which applies to any teens 15, 16 or 17. If convicted, he would have, he could have faced 200 years in prison, 30 years for each murder charge in addition to 30 years for each child abused but because he's a juvenile the judge was more sent has more sentencing discretion discretion but yeah he ended up yeah ended up uh being said he was going to stay in there until he was 21 but then his sister's like his sister his sister was like no yeah he needs to stay in and he ends up his uh release was overturned and he's now serving in prison I don't remember what year it said that he would be eligible for um, for release or for parole. Not he won't get released. I don't remember if I had that because I have the court. Yeah, the court documents from 2018. I got the whole damn thing. Yeah, I am. That thing yeah. is thick. It's, it's thick. thick. Yeah. This yeah. This was March 19. <laughs> this is March 9th. God bless it. March 9th, 2018. So you can pull this right offline and I'll of course put it into our show notes. Um yeah. Oh, he played in he played in the church band. That Wait. Day? The day that he got No, I don't know, maybe. Um a child met his girlfriend. Oh, his girlfriend was 12. Ew. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah, just I just realized that. Oh wow, my. I should have just started with this, but you know, I don't ever tell things it's correctly. Fine. These are like but, secret surprises. No, and they're terrible, <laughs> awful, disgusting surprises. Oh my gosh. And it has her initials. Um he played in the church band. His hobbies included skateboarding video games, namely a World War II game called <gasps> Call of Duty. He yeah. had um always been homeschooled. His mother taught him, but child said that his studies also largely self-directed because his mother was too busy. 
So he had planned to get his GED and join the military when he turned 18. Yeah, great. He claimed that he used marijuana every few weeks since he was about 12 years old when he got it, which he got from his friends at church. I think that would have calmed his ass down. You would have think. You would have think. I'm you fine. Would've. I would have. Um. <laughs> okay, so I see. I should have just started with it's this okay. document, it's but okay. that's okay. I'm not re-recording because we know how well that goes, and the freaking sounds like, <laughs> nah, son, we're good. Checked out. Stage left. Out. The um, child described his mother as generally quiet, but she yelled at him at home. Wow. She was always upset with him and his siblings, constantly angry or depressed, and she rarely smiled. She said she was a verbal, verbal, oh, Jesus, verbally, verbally <laughs> abusive to him nearly every day, and she told him that she regretted his birth and wished she could stone him to death. Oh, he said she said Ch- that? Yeah, he okay, said well. this, that she was especially mad about once each month she hit the children with a belt. <laughs> once a month? Yep. Sorry. Could we say period? I mean, I mean <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's probably disturbing, but I'm sorry. That's exactly where I went. I was like, was she, was yeah, she, she again out? Was she, uh, not that that's anything. No, that is an excuse. Abuse, um, but, but it's interesting. In the, he stated that his dad grew up Catholic, but later began, became involved with gangs. He renewed his faith after spending some time in jail, but was never like, an ex-con as um, Nehemiah kept trying to say about his dad. Well, especially when he came back from some uh, homeless shelter. A homeless shelter. shelter. I mean, and that's where, yeah, he was helping a homeless shelter yeah, overnight. Yeah, he's helping those that are un- uh, less fortunate. Yeah. Um, became a Christian pastor and held the ministry at the Metropolitan Detention Center in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Greg told um, just as child, but it's Nehemiah, that before reconverting to Christianity and while he was part of the gang, he was in and out of jail a few times and had been arrested for a drive-by shooting. Mm. He worked at the Calvary Chapel for a period of time, but lost his job there. The dad did um, in 2012. The family had financial difficulties and grant, grant, oh my God, began working the night shift at the rescue mission. Child said that he and his father occasionally shot guns together. Greg was worried, which is his dad, was worried about intruders attacking the family when he worked night shifts, so he kept guns at the house for purposes of protecting the family and gave Nehemiah orders to stay up and patrol the property at night. He said he was hard on, Greg was hard on him and recalled that when he was 12 year old, he lost consciousness after being in a fight with his father. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, in the morning, it gets into the morning of the shootings communicated to his girlfriend he thought about committing the crimes and said that he wanted to see her despite his parents preventing him from doing so so, so that's he right. wanted to date the he wanted to see his 12 year old girlfriend yeah sarah yelled at nehemiah frequently that day and he felt irritated and he played call of duty for several hours for a couple of hours in the late afternoon he spent from 5 p.m to 10 p.m in his mother's room with her it's five hours with his mom in a room that's weird um, so that at 11.50 that evening, he had became increasingly angry, and he decided then to kill his mom when she had fallen asleep with, who by then had fallen asleep with his little brother in her bedroom. He retrieved a gun from the closet in her bedroom and shot her in the head two times. So, okay. So she was asleep, according to this court document. Mm-hmm. The, the His words that he shot her from about 15 feet away and that expected to kill her when he shot. Zephaniah went to get tissues to clean up his mother's blood. A nine-year-old. Wow. When Zephaniah returned, child said to him, you're next, and shot him in the head. Okay. Um, 
claim. So this is this is him. This is what this is what he said. He's saying his words in this document. Claimed he never liked Zephaniah and that Zephaniah had once threatened to kill him. The child then proceeded down the hall to find his sisters who were crying and shot both of them. Said that he was certain they were dead after he shot them. He recalled thinking his father was a larger person that he would need a more powerful gun to kill his father when he returned home from working the night shift. He got the AR-15. Shot his life, sister's lifeless body once more to see how loud the gun sounded and went downstairs to wait for his father to yeah, return. Yeah, right off. This is, this is a mental, this is, oh my. That's, like, that, he should have been charged with, um, what is it, something to a corpse. Like, desecration yeah. to a corpse or something. Yeah, not <sighs> child abuse. I'm so mad I didn't start with this. I'm so it's sorry. okay, no, no, it's great, though. It's like, hey, surprise, there's more. Wait, there's more in-depth details. Why don't yeah. you just read the freaking court documents? That's okay. We are reading the court documents. For those okay. who hung on and stayed listening. <laughs> it got, it didn't get better, but it got more informative and it's disgusting. Um, But yeah, Child's, uh, when his father arrived, oh, he, until he heard his, okay, he hit, waited in the bathroom for several hours until he heard his dad walk by the door. His father arrived, Child stepped out and shot him four times in the back and walked closer to his father's body and then shot him in the head. After the killings between 11.20 p.m. on the 19th and 9.20, I'm assuming this means a.m. because it says p.m. on here, Child and his girlfriend has her initials exchanged text messages regarding to plan to kill their respective parents. So he was going to go to her house and, um, and kill her parents, too. And he sent a picture of his mother and brother after he killed them. So, okay, see, this is, I'm so mad. As much later, after having waited several hours for his father to return before killing him, Child told her that he killed him too, and then they were planned to meet at the church, and then he was arrested at the church, indicted on five counts of first-degree murder, three counts of intentional child abuse. Nearly three years later, Child pleaded guilty, because at first I said, you know, he did uh, not guilty by reason of insanity, but then he changed... Um, Guilty to two counts of second-degree murder for the deaths of his mother and father, and then three counts of intentional child abuse resulting in the death of a child under age of 12, contrary to a bunch of numbers and letters, section 306009. Okay, great. The direct court subsequently found that the state had failed to establish that the child was not amenable to treatment or rehabilitation and enter a judgment committing child to the custody of CYFD. I don't know what that means. To be confined until he reaches the age of 21. That must be an establishment or a, a, a asylum. <laughs> I don't know. That's where he should have went. Okay. Until the age of 21, unless sooner discharged. Child was 19 years old at the time of the disposition. Therefore, his juvenile sanction amounted to confinement for a dura duration of approximately two years. And then... The state appeals from the amenability finding which allowed the imposition of juvenile sanctions rather than an adult sentence. Yeah, I'm sorry. If he's texting his girlfriend. 12-year-old girlfriend. His 12-year-old girlfriend. Hey, I killed my parents and my siblings. And, my siblings. and then, hey, okay, let's meet the church or whatever it was. <laughs> if I have it kind of wrong. Right. And then I'm going to, and so I can kill your parents too. There's no insanity there. No. That is sane thinking That's and very, and very, um, yeah. Very, exactly. Not normal. Not but normal. Sane. Like, <laughs> yep. Oh my. But, 
Yeah, this doesn't really, that kind of just gets more into the nitty gritty details sure. of what went down on that day of January 8th, 19th, 18th, 19th, 18th into the 19th. Yes. Um, and then by 21, they're like, okay, he could be let out. And they're like, no, nah, we're going to keep him in custody because um, his birthday was March 20th. But he turned 21 on March 20th. So it's 2020. So he's 20 years old now. Yeah. It just, it, it's just, I'm wow. really, I didn't look through that. I highlighted a few notes in that, but I didn't, I guess I didn't go deep enough. That's what she said. But it's fine. Cause I'm trash. <laughs> but, I'm so sorry. But yeah, so um but yeah, needless to say he's still in prison. I'm not sure um any like updates or like this court document is how many what's the last page? Forty eight pages. It's it's pretty thick. So I hope like someone just meets him in prison and then just punches him in the face repeatedly every day until like all his teeth fall out and then they fill his mouth with salt and then all of a sudden he can't poop and he's constipated for 67 no, years. No, like it, it doesn't stop the bleeding. Oh, okay. I just want to talk about it. it kind of okay, so, Maybe lemon juice. Yeah, shove some lemon juice in glass it. shards. Yeah. And then, and then when he poops that cuts up the anus and in the intestinal tract. There's that. There might be something wrong with us. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> But that is the wild story of Nehemiah Griego, uh, who was so heavily influenced by Call of Duty. Yeah, fucking Todd, huh? Todd. Oh, Todd. God bless it. Yeah. Oh, so, hold on, keep talking. I gotta I have to find it first. I gotta get to my uh, notey notes. So, keep talking. We'll keep so we'll talking. Just, um, oh, so if, we'll just do it now. Um, Love Um. If you want to go follow us on, just go follow all of our social medias. Uh, Instagram, Bloody Babbles Podcast. Twitter, at Bloody Babbles. We have a Facebook page. We're trying to get more interaction there, getting more people talking about things. If you're feeling so inclined, you can go through Anchor to donate to us, or you could go through patreon.com slash Bloody Babbles Podcast. As we mentioned earlier, you know, we've got a lot of merch ideas. We've got a logo that is pretty freaking amazeballs. Um, if you want to send us designs that you want to see on a t-shirt, actually, Lauren, Lauren, she hasn't messaged me back yet, but um, it may, maybe Lauren? she will. Lauren, Hello. we need that message back. Please. No. <laughs> she said <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen, but she's like, you said something, and I want it on a t-shirt. <laughs> so um, so hopefully she'll get back to us with that. I'm like, oh, God. I can yes, only yeah. imagine. Lauren? Lauren, are you there? <laughs> Lauren, Lauren, can you hear me? We want to know what you have to say. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love her. She lives she lives in um Arizona. And that's a, that's an, as enough about that. You you don't need to go find her. She's amazing. You leave you leave her alone, friends. Unless you want to be your friend, then that's fine. But I'll leave that up to her. But yeah, so anyways, um Are you are you gonna rabbit hole? Us? I'm gonna totally rabbit hole, guys. I'm gonna turn right. on the light. Hello. Hey. We've only been sitting here in the half darkness. It's half fine. Dark. Look, it's... there's the other platypus. Okay. They're so cute. <laughs> They're, They're really, really cute. They're right. presents from. So Jacob. I'm calling this. <laughs> All right. So I'm calling this history's wilding out. Um, <laughs> it's and you'll, wilding you'll, out. you'll kind of understand. 
based on at least the first two that I talk about. And then it kind of just goes to not so buck wild. Um, and I'm, I got this information from historycollection.com. Love it. All right. So I don't, I don't know how to kind of, uh, I almost said frame this. That's not really what I frame want. Frame it? That's not, not. Just do it. Just jump head first. Doing it and doing it and doing it. Well. All right. It so I've got, I've got 10 things <laughs> to tell you about. 10 different bullet points. Here, Here we, we go. go. All right. Ancient Greek athletes strangled their penises with string. <laughs> Hey! As one does. Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> God. That was the penis. Right. Oh my God. Sorry. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hold on to your waistbands. Hold it. Many statues and base paintings of ancient Greek men engaged in athletic and athletics portray them nude. The era's literature also makes it clear that athletes complete them competed while naked. So, Beautiful. it seems reasonable to assume that the Greek did not have the kind of hang-ups we do today about nudity, huh. seeing how often they went around while letting it all hang out. Letting it all hang out. As it turns out, however, Socrates, or as Bill and Ted would say, Socrates. <laughs> Socrates. <laughs> That's exactly how I read it whenever I see it, though. <laughs> Contemporaries Socrates. did have one particular hang-up. Having to do with the penis, they thought the naked glands was vulgar. So ancient Greeks did not circumcise, so the glands was usually covered by the foreskin. However, oh, foreskin. the glands might pop out while engaged in frenetic activity, such as, as athletics. To avoid such a faux pas, a string known as the fucking, I don't know how to say the word, K-N- or excuse me, K-Y-N-O-D-E-S-M-E, Kinodesme, uh-huh. which means dog leash. Okay, just so stick, string, with what, stick with what we know. Known as the dog leash. As my dog is mounting my other one in this moment. <laughs> Jesus. I'm turning them on. We're wrapped around the penis and foreskin to ensure that the glands stayed out of sight. The Romans, who thought the Greeks were sissies, ah. took it a step further, ladies and gentlemen. Um, how? How do you go from that? You want to know more? What do I tell you? I love it. So Instead much. of dainty strings, they used iron clamps. Hot. Iron rings. Better. Or straight up safety pins through the foreskin. Ah! Ah! I'm gonna, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> ah. So that's what the Greeks and the Romans did to their penises. When, uh, didn't like it. <laughs> Not a fan. When playing. Oh, safety pins. All right, yeah, yeah. Bruh. Oh, hey, Jacob Platter, I'm just saying. Huh? All right. Don't say that. No, that's my boyfriend's name. Oh, man. But it's a fun little thing that. I know what a Jacob's Ladder is. That's a crazy movie, too. Watch it. All right. Watch us. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even know. Okay. I don't even know. I don't want that. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> okay, what's next? All right. 15th century French king's mistress started a fad of walking with a bare breast hanging out. Hot. Oh. <laughs> Let your titties fly. I'm going to smack you with <laughs> my universal titty. Yeah. So universal titties, guys. <laughs> it's all started with, what did you say, France? This is in France, yes. Oh, we got French listeners. Maybe. Hey. 
Maybe we don't any longer. Bonjour. <laughs> Hello. French king, king Charles VII was head over heels in love with his mistress, Agnes Sorel. Agnes? What? Hey. I want to know what she looks like. From 1422 to 1450, who bore him four daughters. Holes. A stunner who deserved her nickname, the Lady of Beauty. Sorel was the first famous French royal mistress. She throve in the limelight, reveled in being the center of attention, and went out of her way to ensure that she became and remained a constant subject of gossip. How did she do this, you ask? <laughs> One way was by walking around with one naked boob hanging out. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to decide which picture I'm going to use for that. Okay, I've got pictures on here too. Like it should be. Great. Okay. Sorrel's sense of style was widely imitated, leading a prominent bishop to denounce the new fad of, fad, excuse me, of front openings through which one sees the teats, nipples, and breasts of women. Hot. Many of the contemporaries who praised Sorrell's beauty also denounced her as a quote-unquote bad example to modest and honest women. Rude. She However, she could afford to ignore them because the one person who mattered the most, King Charles, was besotted with her? Besotted? Besotted? B-E-S-O-T-T-E-D? Besotted? I'm going to say he was like fucking all about it. <laughs> <laughs> However, Strongly infatuated. Okay, so he was infatuated. So King Charles was infatuated with her. However, Sorel was more than just an attention-seeking bimbo. Yeah, yeah, guys. <laughs> there's more to her. She used her influence over the otherwise weak Charles VII to encourage him to resist the invading English, then rampaging through France. Alright. This is one I have for you, sister. Oh, shit. Okay, this is where we don't... We... <laughs> she had a great idea, and it was for me. <laughs> I love the soundboard so much. <laughs> I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the rest don't have to do with neekiness. Huh. Oh, I know. Boo! Boo! No, no, no. Boo. no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. man. And missing locker keys. Wow. That's how it says. That's how it's written. That's what I'm saying. Locker keys. A missing locker keys helped sink the Titanic. <gasps> yes. Okay, so if you Titanic. guys are not aware, Titanic is Nicole's absolute favorite Favorite movie in the whole world. In the whole world. In the whole world. I have the necklace. I've got the DVD. I've got the two-piece um, bathing suit. VH. <laughs> I've got a t-shirt. Okay, after you're done with this, we're going to babble a little bit because i got a story about the t-shirt. i got a heat wave coming on. All right. <laughs> Something as seemingly minor as missing keys played a significant role in sinking the Titanic. <clears throat> when it sailed on its maiden voyage, the Titanic had a new second officer, Charles Lightoller. Oh, okay. We forgot to ask. We forgot. <laughs> forgot to ask for the keys. <laughs> exactly. We forgot to ask the guy he replaced for the keys to a locker that contained the ship's binoculars. Considering how important binoculars are for ship lookouts... Because there was a lot of icebergs. Spoiler. One might have expected those in charge to simply break the lock. But no. The Titanic simply plowed through the Atlantic 
with lookouts relying on their naked eye to spot danger. Okay, so the movie's a liar then. Because when they're in that watchtower, the guy has binoculars and he's looking and he's like, that's when he starts ringing the bell and he's like, oh, there's an iceberg. So they're lying. Reality. James was- Cameron, do you hear me? Yeah. What the fuck? Why didn't you just have him holding his glasses? Yeah. <laughs> or squinting really hard and yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. what would I think of those? So what around 1140 on the voyage's fourth day, a lookout spotted the fatal iceberg and alerted the bridge. Yep. The officer in charge ordered the engine stopped and the ship steered around the obstacle. Unfortunately, given the distance to the iceberg when the alarm was sounded, the Titanic's speed and the ship's mass disaster was inevitable. Yep. Over 1,500 lives were lost. In the yeah. subsequent investigation, the lookout testified that he would have spotted the iceberg sooner and the ship would thus have had more reaction time to steer away from a collision if he'd only had binoculars. And you know what? They could have just stopped the boat. They could have stopped it. There was so much. Maybe I'll do a deep dive on Titanic. Deep dive. Oh, I didn't mean to. You know what? Deep dive into the ocean because it's disintegrating and eventually it's going to be gone completely. Ha! No, I'm going to do a deep dive. What were you going to say though? You're like, I needed. Oh, no. This isn't even about like the ship sinking. But when I was six, because the movie came out in 1998. 1988. I want to say 1988. And um, I was, you know, probably shouldn't have watched the movie, but I mean, my parents lived dangerously. Shout out to you guys for letting me watch boobies. Because, well, you know, that's usual. It's fine. Um, and they don't really show the whole sex scene, but it's fine. Yeah, it's and and I still do that in the window when it gets super, like, cold outside. I do it all the time. I love the movie so much, but that's not what the story is about. No, when whoa, I was six. Whoa, hold on. Zoe. Let me knock it off, ladies. Zoe, yeah, Zoe likes to hunt my Shiva. I like how she was like coming in her like, ear, too. Hey, <laughs> little mama, let me just in your ear. But no, my brothers, I want. Okay, so the movie came out, they had t shirts. I wanted a t shirt so damn bad. I got a bike for my sixth birthday. I was pissed because Vince was like oh they ran out you went to go buy it and it was gone it was gone i i have a picture maybe i'll find the i have the picture of me and my arms are crossed and i'm like i was so pissed and i was so mad and we had it at charlie's which was the old convenience store that my mom used to work at that's no longer there but um that's where we held my birthday party that year and at the end of the party they went out and they pulled out this last minute bag we were getting ready to leave like the party was over and i was I was pissed. Didn't care about cake. Didn't care about oh, yeah. my fucking bike. Mm-hmm. I wanted that goddamn shirt. And so they come out and they're like, oh, we missed a present. And it was a shirt. <laughs> and, I, and I still have it. <laughs> and now that I'm taller and fat, it fits perfect. <laughs> wow. Why did they get you such a huge shirt? They got me a ju- that's, that, was, that was literally it. Oh. All they had was like extra larges. But I still have it. And you know what makes me mad now as an adult? The dress she's wearing in the shirt is not one she wears at all in any parts of the movie. <laughs> it's a blue dress. And it looks similar to the red one when she's trying to, you know, go jump off the engine of the ship. And then Jack's like, bruh, you shouldn't kill yourself. And she's like, let me die. And he's like, no, I can't. I'm involved now. But if you haven't seen the movie, go watch Titanic. If not, stop listening right now because no, you need to go. Stop. Stop. stop right now. Go watch the movie and then come finish. But yeah, no. That's my, no. But yeah, that shirt is my life. I love the everything about it the, the history of it there was so many warning signs when um they were building it and there's so many things that like prevented it like 
two days before they were supposed to set sail, um, they were doing the propellers. I was doing the, like she does in the movie. And they were running them to make sure they were running properly. And this little tugboat, it was like a medium-sized tugboat, got pulled into the ship and caused damage. And they repaired it the next day. But they said that they should have waited probably like another week to set sail. And they're like, no, we're fine. And boom, April 15th. 1912. Never forget. Jesus. Yes. It's yeah. just, I could go on for days. So maybe that's probably, yeah, maybe literally. Like, another That'll another be, Friday that'll be a hole. Friday rabbit hole. So, um, be on the lookout for that, guys. Fuck yeah. Because me and Kelly had talked about finding, um, if there was any murders that happened on the Titanic while Ooh. it was. So there's going to be a few stories about the Titanic. How would we know them? Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a lot more documented than people realize. Okay, well, you would know that. So that, yeah, that's how we would know is because Nicole found out. It's that's an, how we would know. It's an obsession. I love to panic. <laughs> it's on TV. Like, they were showing it at work the other night, and I'm like, yeah. I can't work anymore tonight. There you go. I have to watch my movie. Yeah, it's mine. Can like, so I, could throw this in I can room. quote it, like, Bill Paxton, R.I.P. Is Shauna fighting you, Shiva? Uh, my thumb went in the wrong spot. Uh, she's trying. We're trying to get her away from the squeaker toys. <laughs> and Shauna's face. And then I tried to call Shiva Shauna. And they're both Shauna and Shiva Renee. Because I feel like it fits. It just sounds really good together. Okay. Do you have another one? I do. Give us some more. Okay. Do it. So this one. Now that we've rambled so much about well, it. Well, we don't have to. I can I can narrow it down more. Or we, And we can do more later. Like, that's what Kelly more did. More later. More later. With um Kelly. We can okay. do it with next one. I'll do two more. And then, then I'll have five for the next one. Dum, da, da, dum, dum, dum. Hey, what do y'all think of that? Well, it doesn't matter because it's seven. Okay. To the next one. All right. Fake Go. ghosts were a popular con. Fake ghosts? Fake ghosts. Ghosts. Not real spirits. False. Yes. Not happening. <laughs> History. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Here we go. Do it. History could have furnished great material for Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. For example, in 1762. Holy crap. The, the other land day. Hey, yes. It was a Tuesday. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. <laughs> for day or podcasting, no, that's a day you need to remember. Right. Okay. The landlord of a property in Cock Lane, London. <laughs> there goes our UK listeners. Let me let me just tell you. Cock Lane. This is one of the main reasons I wanted to read it. Cock Lane. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. When I was looking at my husband and mom. Hey. <laughs> Check out the name of this place in London. Cock. C O C K. That's right, Lane. Hey, Not UK listeners. <laughs> UK listeners, tell us if you've been there. Tell me all about cockling. Come back. Okay, go. Oh my gosh, okay. I'm drooling. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Cockling. Drooling on cockling. Oh no. All right. <laughs> cockling London lost a lawsuit against a former tenant. Oh. So, he had his daughter pretend to be the ghost of the former tenant's deceased wife. Oh, that's not nice. The quote-unquote ghost claimed that she had been poisoned by her husband, the landlord's former tenant. And was widely And she was widely believed. It took him... Find your eyeballs to be able to read, Shauna. Goodness gracious. It took a commission 
whose members included Samuel Johnson, compiler of the first comprehensive English dictionary. Why? Okay. Declare the widower of suspicions that he was a murderer. The landlord was convicted, pilloried. Yeah. Pilloried? Yeah, P I L L O R I E D. Nice. And got two years in prison. Oh. So here, another case involving a ghost impersonator occurred in the 17th century. Gross. Oh, goodness. That's you. Start with that. Um, when a grifter, not sure what a grifter is, but, but, um, when a grifter and card sharp, yeah, card sharp, okay, pretended to be the restless ghost of a recent suicide who had done himself in with a razor. A person who engages in petty or small scale swindling. Hey, so it fits. Okay, definitely fits. That's what a grifter The con man haunted a gambling den. By covering itself with a white sheet and <laughs> waving a bloody razor around while making woo, woo Oh my god, I want to punch him in the sounds. <laughs> no. Seriously. I know. Woo 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 woo. woo. <laughs> As the terrified glamblers. Glamblers? No, Shauna. As the terrified gamblers stampeded for the door, huh. the ghost snatched their money and vanished. The con man also used the same ruse to rob an el- elderly gentleman and make love to his young wife. What? Yeah. So there's that. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, see somebody in the sheets. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no, honey. <laughs> I hope the ghost doesn't get you. She's like, oh, I hope he do. <laughs> I hope he do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I gotta pee. This is not a good feeling. Okay, so we're gonna end on history's first recorded serial killer operated in ancient China. Um, okay. No mother grabber. Okay, pause. This thing just. Uh oh, spaghettios. Just kidding. Hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. <laughs> throw, Prince thrown out there. Le- fine. My phone is being crazy. Prince Leo Pingli. Um, Prince L I U, Pingli P E N G L I. Give me all Pingli inside. Ooh, love it. Second century BC was a member of China's Han Dynasty. Okay. And the first serial killer in recorded history. In 144 BC, his cousin Emperor Jing appointed Pingli to govern the city of Zhidong. Ooh, beautiful. And the surrounding district. Nice. That was terrible news for the good people of Zhidong. Uh-oh. Sorry if I'm totally saying that wrong. J I D O N G. Zhidong sounds beautiful. Zhidong. Sorry, I don't know. No. Who would be ruled by Pingli for the next 23 years, as described by Han historian Sima Qian. Huh? Okay. Liu Pingli was arrogant and cruel and paid no attention to the etiquette demanded between ruler and subject. All right. In the evenings, he used to go out on marauding expeditions with 20 or 30 slaves or young men who were in hiding from the law, murdering people and seizing their belongings for sheer sport. When the affair came to light, it was found he had murdered at least 100 or more persons. Holy shit. Everyone in the kingdom knew about his ways so that the people were afraid to venture out of their houses at night. The son of one of his victims finally sent a report to the Han emperor, and the Han officials requested that he be executed. Yeah, kill him. 
The emperor could not bear to carry out their recommendations, but made him a commoner and banished him to Shenyang. Huh. And that's the end of that. Wow. So he couldn't. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, that was that was my foot. So that was that's five. I have five more for next week. Okay. That was. Hey. It took us on a ride there, man. And Nicole, yeah, don't get me started on Titanic because it'll never <laughs> stop. It's my favorite. I I believe I was on that ship in a past life. I think that would be really cool if you could find out if, if that like well, or hypnotism. Well, hypnotism. Well, know. no, when I was friends, you know, with my old neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she'd come up. I have this neighbor. She's very in tune with the world. And I just... Yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about her, and I won't. But she had, she's like, you're, she's like, you're really connected to this, like, because I have like a magazine somewhere around here. Um, it was like a time one after the hundred years back in 2012, um, after the ship sinking and whatnot. But she was like, she's like, I can feel your connection towards it. She's like, well, let me. She did, she did these things called journeys, and she's like, she came up with the name uh, Wendy Marie. So I, of course, and I died on the ship is what. She said, if you don't believe in this, that's cool. But I mean, this is kind of fascinating to listen to. So uh, you're yeah. welcome. So I, of course, deep dive into the list. This of, is a wormhole in the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, deep, deep into the earth. Um, but she, so she comes up with Wendy Marie and I'm like, okay, cool. So I, of course, go and search and search and search the list of people who died on a ship. And what do you know? A 23 year old female named Wendela Maria died on the ship and she said you were in your young 20s she said that there were children with me but it wasn't documented if she had children but i'm like i know a bunch of women would like they were putting women and children on the boat first so if there was just random kids whose parents got like away from them they'd grab them and just get on the boats but apparently i didn't survive and there was this crazy thing on facebook recently like if you add up all the numbers of your birth date it shall, it says we supposedly have 13, 13 lives that we go through. Our essence goes through to each life. And apparently I'm only on my, on my fourth life. I'm on number seven. And so is my brother, which I think that's really sweet. I think we find each other in every life. I'm just saying. Okay. I love it. And I, like, I, I'll probably say it all the time because I'm really glad that he found her. Because I love my sister. I love you. <laughs> but, um, okay. But yeah, so that was just... Wendelin Maria. Wendela Maria. Oh, Wendela. Wendela. Yeah. W-E-N-D-L-A Maria. I don't... I know... I know her name. Or her, she had... That was her middle name, obviously. Let's do... Ooh, let's do a deep dive in that. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. I need to write this shit down. Hold on. Sorry. Babylonian. Wendela Maria Heinenen. Heinenen? Can you show it to me so I can write it down? Um... Yeah. That's literally what it looks like. Um, but yeah, she was born June seventh, eighteen eighty-eight. So eighty-eight, ninety-eight, oh eight. Yeah, so she would have only been um twenty-three, you said, 20, right? Twenty eighteen eighty-eight, eighteen ninety-eight, oh eight. Yeah, she would have been getting ready to turn um 24? There's got to be some more documents about her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because well, yes, especially being on that shit. I don't Yeah, this is. Ooh, I'm excited. It's going to be crazy. So, so, but yeah, that was one thing. Um, I just, I've always, and that was one of the, <laughs> so I had the box movie, the VHS 
fucked. I'm not that old. VHS tape. And I was getting ready to go to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And my uh, my friend Brandy, her mom Joy, bought me a big old chalkboard that had the alphabet across the top. And I set the box beside me and I had my big old chalkboard. And that was the first word I ever wrote down was Titanic. That's my sister, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. And I have the heart of the ocean. I had a smaller one. And then they had one recently for sale that was like one of those Facebook ads where you can buy it. Just pay shipping. So I paid $4.99. I'm like, I probably will never get it. Nope. Your girl got it. Heck yeah. It was meant to be. Yes. I just, I just love the movie. And I have a tat. I have, there's a quote from the movie I have tattooed on my foot as well. Cause I mean, you just need to know all the things about me. Mm-hmm. I have 14 tattoos, but that's, that one's very special. And it's got like uh, water waves behind it. And it says, wait to die, wait to live, wait for an absolution that would never come. And um, th- that's when Rose in the movie is talking about sitting, waiting in the boats for uh, the next ship to come to save them. Um, but my dad, when I went and got that tattoo, he's like, um, words to hold. He's like, no, it's waiting to die, waiting to live, waiting for an absolution. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. You're like, of all people on this planet. Yeah. Who are you going to question me? Right. So no, I literally went and pulled up the script and I was like, look, does it have a motherfucker? dad. Hello. No, that's fine. I don't care. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I love them very much. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's my, t- yeah, we'll do, that'll be our next bonus episode. We're going to just do a deep dive do into the ocean, take you into 1912. I don't know why I started writing all this when I just ended up taking a picture of your phone. It's, it's fine. It's, it's so, I do. so I have one and so you have one and so we all have one. But I, um, I've already plugged where you can find us, you know, Twitter, Bloody Babbles, Instagram and Facebook, Bloody Babbles Podcast, if you're feeling so inclined. Yes. Uh, Bloody Babbles or uh, Patreon.com slash Bloody Babbles Podcast or you can donate straight through Anchor, um, which is just anchor.fm. You can get on online. You can download the app. It's free. If you want to start your own podcast, do it through Anchor. You hear the ads on our episode every week. I put those ads in there because we make money just when people listen yeah yeah so you don't have to even if people don't subscribe you still make money on your podcast it's fantastic not lots guys don't be thinking it's not gonna make you like you're not gonna be able to be like all of a sudden quit your job and be like bye maybe you get coffee every two weeks yeah i know (laughs) exactly but yeah but i mean you can still earn money through that there's my dogs having a mental breakdown but uh we just love you our beautiful Babylonians. Yes, and Babylon. Yes, Babylon. And be excited for next week because we're going to have Kelly. All right, until next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. We're the hosts of the podcast Inebriated Input. Every other week, we get drunk and answer your questions. Whether it's how to handle a breakup or your latest roommate drama or just what you should buy if you're getting a cat, we're here for you. While drinking. A lot. And being generally charming and funny. Inebriated Input is available on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or basically anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And you can find more info at inebriatedinput.com. Cheers! Cheers!